This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, are you normally putting in futures bets at this time of the year in the NFL? I feel like it's kind of tricky. Yeah, I like to see how I want, unless I have a super, super strong opinion, I want to see how things play out just a little bit. I mean, now we've seen a lot of movement where guys have signed, traffic's have signed, trades have been made, but you could all absolutely see something happen that you don't anticipate between now and the fall, or it could be an injury, whatever it is, guys during OTAs or workouts. I, I like to wait a little bit longer because I don't feel like I don't feel like there's going to be any sort of seismic shift in the odds, barring some sort of injury or barring some sort of of major trade or, or something that shifts things. So why not get a little bit more information? At least that's the way I play it. I'm not a huge futures better. But I have now, of course, being the degen that I am, I have looked at college football futures and win totals. But yeah, right now is a little too early for me as far as NFL is concerned. I think so as well, because there are still injuries that can happen all the way up to the preseason games that can greatly define or change a team's roster. So I think I'm somebody who usually stays away and we've already had like most of the big quarterback news, unless I'm forgetting something, because I know we were kind of waiting on the Lamar Jackson situation because that's one that clearly affected the odds when it came to the Ravens and also the Aaron Rodgers trade from the Packers to the Jets. That was a big one as well. So as we look at the NFC North, I think that's my first question. Is there any way that the Packers are going to be in contention without Aaron Rodgers? Because right now the books are saying, nah, dog, they ain't. They have the longest odds to win their division probably uh, in a long time. Uh, they're 4-1 to one to win the NFC North. The Lions are actually your favorites to win the NFC North. The Bears plus 325. And the Vikings, the reigning champs, are plus 325. So, Jenks, when you look at these odds, and bear mm-hmm. that in mind, that we aren't just playing who we think is going to be the outright winner, but also maybe looking at some value here. Who do you like to win it or who do you like at this price? Oh God, I don't want to. I don't want to bet on either of these teams. Any of these teams. The Packers aren't going to win. I am not a believer in Jordan Love at all. And how many passes has he thrown as a pro? It's something ridiculous, like thirty-three passes, thirty-six passes. Like he's he's thrown in his career, like less passes in his career than a regular Patrick Mahomes game. Do you know what I mean? Like he has such right. experience that there's no way I could trust a guy like that. I guess I, I, the Lions are playing good football. They are favorites for a reason, but I don't want to put money on the Lions. When I look elsewhere on the board, there are just other teams that I like at plus money or maybe a team that's at minus money where there's value. I just don't feel like betting on the NFC North. And, and I do believe the Lions are the best team, but man, am I comfortable enough in betting on Detroit just yet? I don't think I am. Is there a team at plus 325 that you're willing to take a shot on? Because I think that's what I'm asking as well, because Mm -hmm. I think this is a division that's way more wide open than it has been in the past, just simply because Aaron Rodgers is gone. He asked Bears fans, and I feel like they couldn't be happier that this guy Mm -hmm. is finally out of their division. Do we think the Bears have a shot? Because I think of those two teams, maybe I'm going to go with the Bears here. They've had a great draft. I think I am squarely on the side of thinking that Justin Fields is a good quarterback. I think he has plenty of potential, and I think it's damn impressive what he has done on a bad team with a bad offensive line 
I don't care if people are saying, well, he's a running quarterback. Who cares? He makes a difference for his team, and especially in a vision where I think it's very winnable. And the Lions' favorites, I think that is the drawback for me because, God, I want to believe in Dan Campbell. I want to believe in this team, but it just still feels like maybe they're a year away from winning some of these close games because even you know last year, they would have leads. They would blow them. Yeah. They would mismanage the game uh, in those situations. And then finally, the Vikings, because I looked at this. I was like, well, the Vikings won the division last year. And even if you don't like Kirk Cousins, we're talking about a regular season bet here. And I'll say this about the Vikings. Last year, good in the regular season. The mm -hmm. problem is their defense. And we're seeing all these grades saying the Vikings did absolutely terrible in the offseason so far. They haven't signed any big free agents. Their draft, they just didn't have that many picks uh, to start with. And everybody's like, well, C minus, C minus. How much do you put that into your handicap? Do you think these draft grades matter? Or do you think it's too early to tell and it's simply, you know, trying to predict? Like, it's the same as when, you know, give giving any yeah. draft grade for a team. It's largely dependent on how the draft pick does. So it seems a little early to tell. It's very difficult to make an impact as a rookie. There are players that do it. Absolutely. But it's it's really a crapshoot, particularly when you're talking about a quarterback, for example, right? So if you're looking at mm -hmm. most quarterback, rookie quarterbacks in the NFL, yes, there are exceptions to the rule. But for the most part, it just takes time to adjust. You mentioned Justin Fields. I think it's a perfect example of the guy showed a lot of flashes, and yet there was a rumbling for a while during the offseason, well, the Bears might get rid of Justin Fields. I'm like, you got to be out of your mind for a second. Like, let, give the guy a little time to develop. So, yeah, there are guys like maybe a Sauce Gardner came in immediately for the Jets, immediate impact. But I don't, unless it's a player that I'm really sure about that feels a huge position of need, because sometimes teams will draft just best player available, not necessarily go after need, then maybe I say, okay, that will factor into my handicap. For the most part, I don't put a whole lot of, of impetus on a rookie making an impact that immediately makes a team better. Maybe someone on the offensive line, someone like that. But for me, if you're talking about the NFC North, I like the Vikings. Their defense is a, is a real issue. I don't mind the Bears. It's just that the problem with the Bears is I want to see Justin Fields have time to throw. Like that, that, that always mystified me too. It's like it doesn't matter who you put behind that line. They're not going to have time to throw, so it doesn't matter who it is. You have to protect the quarterback first and foremost. I would I would lean towards the Vikings at plus 325. But back to your original question, as far as rookie classes go, there are certain instances where a player can have an immediate impact. But on the whole, it just that's just the way the NFL works. It takes time to adjust to the speed of the game. Well, here's an instance where a rookie is certainly going to make an impact on a team's future this year uh in particular we're looking at the nfc south and the panthers who just got bryce young as their quarterback mm -hmm. who one would imagine he's probably going to be the starter they're plus 350 to win the division which is the third best odds behind the saints plus 125 Derek Carr, their new quarterback behind the falcons at plus 275 your dude Bijan robinson uh going to their team to be their running back and then we have the bucks at five to one is there anything interesting in this division that you might put a sprinkle on? Yeah, I like the Saints a lot at plus 125. Plus money for New Orleans, a team that finally has their quarterback. They have a great defense, probably the best defense in the entire division. And now they have a quarterback who can finally distribute to the different weapons on that Saints offense. And, and honestly, this is partially about the Saints being better 
They certainly should, but also it's it's a fade of everyone else. Desmond Ritter is going to be the quarterback for the Falcons. Yeah, I don't think so. I love Bryce Young. Do I think he's going to lead the Panthers to immediate success? No. Again, he's still a rookie. I don't know who the Buccaneers have a quarter. Oh, they have Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask. Like no thanks. Ooh. I love this. <laughs> Terrible. Good. And also, this is just a weak division. Do you know what I mean? If this were a different division, yeah. the way I'd pick the Saints, but this is probably the weakest division in all of football. So you, if you get plus money on the Saints for the best quarterback in the division and a bunch of garbage teams, yeah, I'll grab plus money with New Orleans. Do you believe in the handicap of just picking the best quarterback in the division? Because I think it probably plays here. But I will say this, Derek Carr's not coming off a great season. So like maybe we're giving him too much credit here. But it's just not a good division. Like you said, the bar is so low. Maybe we'll see more from the Panthers. And I think a lot of it hinges on Bryce Young, and that makes me nervous. Like, would you trust a rookie quarterback to win a division? Because we've seen no. rookie quarterbacks that are uber-talented. Like, look at Trevor Lawrence and how highly regarded he was coming out of the draft. Now, mm -hmm. huge asterisk, he also had Urban Meyer, and maybe it would have been different yet mm -hmm. if he had a competent head coach. But I think it takes, you know, at least a season to adjust to the speed of the NFL. Do you think there is any way that you could take a team with a rookie quarterback to win their division? Only if for some reason that team was loaded. Like la the Niners are a perfect example, right? Now, we didn't know what was going to happen going into the season. And then Brock Purdy comes in and is lights out. One of the reasons was he played incredibly. Secondly is because the team he has around him is unbelievable. But you... That is that is something we don't normally see. It's not like they, they drafted him to be the quarterback of the future. They just lucked into him being Mr. Irrelevant. But most of these teams that draft these quarterbacks in the top five, the reason why they're in that position is because they suck. They're not any good. The Panthers got better as the season went on last year. But yet, even here's the thing, Chelsea. Even we talk about Derek Carr wasn't great. It's like agreed, but also he threw for 24 touchdowns and 14 picks last year. He's still way better than Desmond Ritter. He's still way oh, yeah. better than Baker Mayfield. He's still way better than a guy who has not played a single down in the National Football League. So when you're talking about does having a quarterback matter? Absolutely, especially in this division where I think having a great quarterback carries more weight than maybe in other divisions. Well, even just a steady quarterback. Like, he doesn't have to yeah. be great. He doesn't have to be an MVP in this division. He just has to win some games. And like you said, the defense is usually pretty solid for the New Orleans Saints. So I think it's going to take a while. Maybe the Panthers surprise us in a couple years, but I don't think I'm ready to put my money on Carolina just yet. So uh, NFC South not one of those divisions that I will be watching closely. But if you do want some plus money, I do think the Saints are the call. And also one other thing. You could take two of these, and if they're both at plus money, mm -hmm. you'll get a return on your investment. So something to think about as well when you're betting on futures bet. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.